3: Hello, everybody! Happy Tuesday! Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PH and X Caddies podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a five star review. I'm Leah. Petey is finally at home. He he's been freed from the playoffs, and Craig is at the fromagerie in Paris um, I love, for I his love the way you say this that. morning. So.
1: That is phenomenal the way you say that. And does he, does he do that to rub it in on us a little bit? Like you look at the pictures, like you set the scene here. We're, we all love it here in Arizona. That's why we fight for what we believe in here. But Craig sends us these pictures. They almost look funny. You you going to war
0: for PHNX, (laughs) PD?
1: It's
0: always in the room, by the way.
1: For the, for the new arena, I'm fighting for the arena, fighting for the arena, and and all of these Coyote fans that get brushed aside and teased and joked upon. But you look at what Craig did today; like they literally look photoshopped. Like they were like like if you went and, and imagined in your head the perfect European picture like the, the blue skies with the puffy white clouds and the like it from so it was literally
0: fake it was literally I, fake. I genuinely because I've never been to Europe I grew up poor and <laughs> the one time I went to try to go to Europe the pandemic happened um I thought I didn't really fully realize what was going on I thought he was sending those pictures because it was something famous like it was something from no, a movie was it was just a sh- part of Europe just no, Paris. Just Damn. and crazy. by the street. way
3: you guys didn't even like that was in our group chat separate to me he sent me photos of his freaking Airbnb with like a blue spiral staircase it looked like straight out of like a movie set or something it was insane so craig's living his best life um you did finally get to come home yes. and we will be reunited in the studio tomorrow. Very much looking forward and we'll, to that. We'll but. have to
1: talk about that because it's, it's funny. And, and I know it's, a, again, a peek behind the curtain and I rarely ever talk about ESPN here. But when you're working in these trucks, you think, oh, you're at the playoffs. It's really cool. You're at the arena. And no, buddy, you're in a semi-truck in the parking lot.
3: With the uh, porta-potties as your are With the
1: porta-potties, and that's not a joke. And that's for weeks, and it's dark, and it's uncomfortable. It's, you know what, ironically, it's incredibly cold. Like they have the air conditioner to keep all the the equipment cold. But when when this game was winding down, I'm in the truck that does all the tape replays. So they have to rewind. Like if you see a replay on TV for anything that's coming from the truck I'm in. And all these guys, um, is it echoing for you guys or just me? just you anyway so <laughs> when the game you can clearly see who's going to win everybody is trying to get a flight because we don't have flights we're all thinking we're going back to vegas so it was an absolute disaster watching all of these people i'm going through this one guy's going through tucson i gotta go through charlotte and every it was just the panic that everybody was trying to find their way home and i'm so happy i did
3: I'm happy you did too. Oh, Kenny is hearing an echo. Uh, We will look into this, um, but I will let everybody know what we're going to talk about today. Um, We didn't talk about the IIHF World Championship because we had a whole other conversation yesterday, but we want to talk about it because five coyotes were part of the gold winning Team Canada team, Um, obviously Coach Tierney at the helm, Shane Doan, Lawson Kraus, Jack McBain, Michael Carcone as well. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about last night's game six and then uh, a little fun segment at the end. But let's start with the world championship. Um, Canada wins 5-2 over Germany. Maximilian Zuba Gets silver. Uh, Coyotes prospect Maximilian Zuba gets uh, silver with Germany. Lawson Kraus had a goal and an assist in the gold medal game, um, a power play goal late to tie it in the second. And he was named one of Canada's top three players. So quite a tournament for Lawson Kraus um, and quite a tournament for Team Canada, who many people said coming into this tournament, oh, this isn't a great Team Canada team. You know, we we even talked about that the European countries take this way more seriously than the U.S. and Canada, which you see with Latvia, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but once again, Petey, Andre Turney takes a team with low expectations and overperforms, outperforms expectations. What were your thoughts on Team Canada's victory at the World Championship?
1: Uh, I've kind of given my thoughts on the World Championship before, and, and it's, it's funny that... Uh when you were so engrossed in the Stanley Cup playoffs, you were asking people, what do you think about the world championships? And they go, is that going on right now? Like, and then that's, it's just so centralized in people that are really, really, in Canada, you know, Leah, it's, it's on all, um, it's on all the time. They've got all the networks that are live, um, TSNs over their live, So I think it gets a little bit better focus there. And I think for Canadian players, it's really important to put on that Canadian sweater and they just, are different once they put on that red and black and you put on that Maple Leaf sweater. But when you coach a team like this and you're coaching for such a short period of time, it is really hard to instill X's and O's and systems and go, oh, you know, our power play is gonna be like this and we're gonna fortune. You can't, everybody's coming. You've got you've got 23, 25 players coming from 23 different systems with 23 different ideologies from, from different coaches. So your job, as the head coach of that team is you need to bond players. You need to get players on the same page, believing in each other, believing in the guy next to them and fighting for a singular cause. And and I think that's what makes these tournaments so difficult. It, it, Canada usually just overpowers teams because they're just better and they have the better players and it's not even close in the best on best. Right. And, and, and we've seen that happen before, but in a tournament like this where they may not be clearly better than everybody else, they need to find that little X factor. And I sincerely believe that Andre Terny's approach to how he coaches players makes a difference and, and guys, play hard for André Tournier. We've seen in Arizona, the team has excelled far higher than what the bar was set at for the beginning of the season. And guys, to a man, said, I love playing for André Tournier. And I think that that is sincerely what helped push this team over and helped them win the gold medal. I do think he is a relationship builder. Don said it on our, our show um, recently that he's just a relationship builder. He knows how to get the most out of each guy. And It's just another feather in his cap on how he is perceived around the league. And it's really going to take some success from this Coyotes team um, in the next year or two. And I know they did better than expected, but they're going to have to chase a playoff um, spot for him to really get recognized around the league. For what we already know uh, is that he's a really, really good hockey coach.
3: Yeah, he is. Um, And after the gold, he said we had to come here and play for each other, commit to ourselves to the team. And there was no ego on that team, which I feel like. This is the thing about Andre Tourney and getting to talk to him like on a weekly basis at Kennedy's practice is he's he's just as much of a mental coach as he is a systems, you know, like a hockey coach. Obviously, they have a system. They are they're drawing on the whiteboard just like you do, Petey. But there there is something to the mental side. And that's what I get. Um, from this this quote, and he went on to say, from everybody, the staff, the players, it was an unbelievable experience. The buy in from everyone, they did everything they had to do to make the team successful. It's unbelievable, um, and I just feel like that's what that's what makes him a good coach. And what I like to see, and we kind of touched on this yesterday, how Arizona and the Coyotes they're often like shoved aside, bottom of the totem pole, but I'm happy to see that coach attorney is making a name for himself. And I felt like even though maybe the world championship under the Stanley cup playoffs and the NBA playoffs was kind of an afterthought for North America, um, for the people who are really entrenched in the hockey community, they were starting to take notice um, and we saw some tweets including this one about coach Turney being underrated um Andre Turney is a really underrated coach this is from NHL watcher they have about like 30,000 followers um so just it was cool to start to see the hockey world on Twitter take notice Andre Turney was the assistant coach for Team Canada last year um they unfortunately did not win so then to come back second year as a head coach and get it done we saw what he did with the coyotes this year i don't know i I, it's it's an exciting feeling um and i just feel like he's kind of in the the early stages of what could be and we don't obviously don't know but what could be a really successful head coaching career
1: yeah and you talk about it's one of the reasons he's here in arizona it's the relationship that he had with shane doan that was created in in through um hockey canada and and they're playing in world championships or, or being affiliated with um, these international tournaments and, and shane doan was incredibly impressed and he i tell you what he beats the andre tournier drum as loud as anyone and he'll tell you in private on public and he he really believes in coach journey that he's the right guy for the job here and i, I do too and and this is going to sound horrific but i'm going to say it anyway uh, part of the reason they were in six to last and they don't have conor bedard right now is the job that andre tourney did and, and his ability to coach this team far far above what their expectations were and it's because guys competed really hard for him so imagine if you have a coach like that that you believe in and you fight for when you're you're maturing as a group and developing as a group and some of the young players that this organization has are finally ready for that center stage and then you add andre Turnier on top of it i I think that's going to be an exciting era of of coyote hockey ahead.
3: Yeah. and it wasn't just hockey twitter. um it was. Canada media as well, which, you know, again, another thing we talk about is it feels like when the Canadian media is talking about the Coyotes, it's usually something negative. It was really nice to hear something positive. And Mike Johnson, who's a NHL analyst for TSN, he was at the world championship in Latvia and Finland, um, boots on the ground there. And he called into a TSN radio show in Ottawa. And this is what Mike Johnson had to say about Andre Turney.
2: Being around him, you can't really tell, but when you talk to him, you know, he's engaging, he's bright, like he, he's, he's got an energy about him that you think as a player, like that would be someone I wouldn't mind being around, Um, you know, kind of digging into his X and O's. He plays a bit of a different defensive zone system, which is not normal. It's sort of like some sort of two-on-one swarm. So it's not the way most teams play. So it's a bit of an adjustment, but it's been relatively effective. And i um, talking, you know, Shane Doan, who obviously knows him from Arizona says he's as good of a coach he's ever seen. Like he, they speak that highly of him uh, for the job he's doing down there. And, you know, he, I think the, the testament of a coach is finding ways to win regardless of what your roster looks like, right? Like, if you have a high-flying offense, you create a game plan and empower them to play that way. If you have a tight checking defense, you create a game plan, and you let them play that way. Like, I think he's done a good job. Okay, this is who we are. This is how we need to play. This is the system we're going to put in. And so far, it's worked, um, you know, very impressively. <laughs> Scott taking a selfie
1: no. my, kid, my kid called and he said Did you? and I said I can't talk I'm, I'm working
3: oh. <laughs> oh man all right well um once again Mike, Mike Johnson saying what you just said talking about how Shane Doan really stands by Bear as, as a coach and and also recognize Mike Johnson also recognized what we all see day in day out here in Arizona which is just that he's like a really great guy to be around
1: yeah, but here's the here's the part that for me, my biggest takeaway from from Mike Johnson. First of all, I respect Mike Johnson as a as a Canadian broadcaster. I mean, he is he is on all of the talk panels, he's on NHL Network, he's a guy that people listen to in Canada. He's he's very well thought of as a as a color analyst and a hockey analyst. So to your point, it's finally nice to hear something positive. We're not talking about all the stuff we're not going to talk about. And we're talking about something good about this organization, something positive and something people. Oh, well, well, look at that. Maybe there is something good going on down there. So that for me, that was my biggest takeaway. That it was just nice to hear something nice for a change. I'm so sick of defending and, and battling. So it was really good. And uh, you know what? I, I, I believe the hype, too. It took me a while. It took me a while to get on the train. But but I believe bear the train? Right The bear train. It took me a while to yeah. get on the bear train. And I, you know what? And I'll tell you why. And this is sincere. I was a little jealous. I mean, he was was in a spot that I'd in in that coach's room in Arizona that I'd been in for two decades and I wasn't a part of it anymore. And you go, oh, well, yeah, who's this guy? I think he is. Yeah, it was a a little bit of the green eyed monster. And now after talking to him as much as I've talked to him and seen him and, and seen how he deals with his players and his staff. And it's not just the players. It's the people that are around him. It's the guys that are still my friends that are close to it that have so much respect for him. And and he takes their thoughts and lives into consideration too. It's not just the players like he's a, he's a special guy. So um, I I am just thrilled that there's something positive coming out of this Coyotes organization right
3: now. Yeah, absolutely. And the part of the quote that was cut off or I cut part of it off um, in the beginning was he had also Mike Johnson had mentioned um, how he, you know, overachieved with the Coyotes this year. And then that, His coaching was a big part of it. Just exactly what you and I um, just said. And then Coach Ernie, who has a Twitter account that is very, very inactive, but he sent this tweet and I thought it was funny. Um, He quote tweeted the Coyotes who were congratulating the Team Canada winners. Um, So, and Bear said, so proud of those guys. Thanks, Donor, for the trust and unbelievable commitment from Kark's Krauser and Big Bad Boehner. And I just love that that's what he calls Jack McBain and that he uh, said that in in his tweet. And then he did hashtag proud coach, hashtag walk together forever. Um, So just thought that was really cool to see as well. And and great to see um, five Coyotes representatives there taking home medals for Team Canada.
1: Yeah, and it's a, it kind of gets you... Well, not too early. I don't want to get too excited about next season yet because you know, summer is just fine for a little bit. But it gets excited about what's coming. Like You look at McBain and Carconi and and, and Kraus all having a big role in that team and, and hoping they can have a big role on this team last year. McBain clearly... Is, is a much better player than people expected this early in his career. Without a doubt, what he's been able to do, both in the National Hockey League and now at the World Championships. Um, I'm excited to see the, how high the bar goes for him, because I think he is going to be, you know, that power forward. The guy can get to the net, can score, can be tough, and can drop the gloves. I'm excited to see where he gets to in his career here with Arizona.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, other notes from the World Championship, um, USA, man. Were they, they there?
1: Uh... Were they they there? Uh,
3: blew, blew that one, um, missed out on bronze, just a complete Oof. collapse on their end. Connor Mackey was the Coyotes representative on Team USA. Um, big bummer. But on the flip side, Latvia, I mean, the host country, absolutely blew expectations out of the water, takes home bronze, and then the entire freaking country like shuts down for a day. There's celebrations in the streets, This is why international hockey to me is really important. And we get to see that. You know, it almost reminds me of like when Argentina won the World Cup. That that's what happened, right? They won the World Cup. Yes. Um,
0: Latvians don't mess around. Like a decade ago, they got Zemgis Gergensen to the all-star game because the entire country (laughs) of Latvia essentially decided they were going to get Zemgis Gergensen to the All Star game. And they did. They created like a rap song and everything. Latvia doesn't mess around. The Eastern Europe doesn't mess around about theirs in general. Like they they ride for their own. Yeah, I got to
1: say, I got to say, I saw a few pictures of some Latvians in the airport leaving the World Championships, and I think they had plenty of fun. But you're right. So the American team, who literally, and again, this is going to start on harsh, no one in the country knew they were playing. So because I rumor has it, there were NBA playoffs going on at the same time, and, and nobody knew that they were even playing. So guess what? They knew in Latvia. And when you get the whole country a day off, kind of a big deal. So yay for the Americans! At least they accomplished that. This is the team that won seven and zero during during the uh, preliminary round, and then lost both games in the medal round. They lost to, to Germany and Latvia. Germany ends up in the world uh, in the championship finals against Canada. Where they lost five to two. The Americans had some overtime games and got tight. And here's the thing about the World Championships: you had Germany and Latvia in the final four. There is not. And I'm sorry to German all the German and Latvians that are listening right now. There is no chance in a best-on-best best tournament, no chance that those two teams are in your Final Four, ever. You got. You, you, we're talking about Chechia, Sweden, Finland, U.S., Canada, and when the, when Russia's oil able to come back in, that's Russia. There's six teams, and you will never be in the spot again. So yay for you! No, it's it's real.
3: I know, oh but it's just so funny. Your little negative PD But, twist but on
1: and, it. The, and the Americans, the Americans put a bunch of college kids out there. Their their team had more college kids than they did pro. Like it's come on. Like and I, again, I go back to this tournament. Come on, like really? Like, yay. That you, that you were able to go and win, but okay, I'll be tuning into Vegas and Florida tomorrow and it'll all be over. So I can't wait. Cause we're gonna have somebody, I, we're going to really try to talk to somebody. And I know after that enthusiastic sell job that they're going to love coming on our show. So I can tell them about what I actually thought. So hopefully somebody can come on the show and talk about that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. I would love to hear. Um, but if you put money, I guess on Latvia to win bronze, you probably won yourself oh, some money. coin because boy, howdy. Um, and if you did that on BetMGM. MGM, BetMGM has odds for everything. Like, I guarantee you they would have had the world championship odds on there. It could have won some money for Team Canada as well. If you, you know, Lawson Krause was a scoring machine in this tournament. Could have won money on that. Um, Lots of ways to win money on BetMGM. And every... Saturday and Wednesday, you can claim your bonus bet on the house. So make sure you log in tomorrow. Literally, you just log in and they give you a bonus bet. You have 72 hours to use it. Um, So make sure you do that, especially with the playoffs or the finals, excuse me, coming up, which we'll talk more about later in the week. Um, But if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use the bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you'll get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager. With BetMGM again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Thank you to Shane for the assist on that one. Um, So I went to go get gas yesterday at Circle K, ready to see my face. Yes. Didn't see my, once again, third time I've gone to Circle K, didn't see myself. Um, So everyone else seems to be seeing me except for me, but that's okay. I'm going to keep going to Circle K because like I said yesterday, what was that? Was it Derek again? No, no, it was nobody. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I promise they're still there. Um, but Circle K is great because they have great gas prices um and you can go inside grab a snack they have amazing amazing circle k snacks chips and grab yourself a polar pop inside too um right now you can get a free polar pop if you text phnx to 31310 to join their sms subscriber club and get a buy one get one free offer on 32 ounce polar pops head to circle slash store dash locator to find circle k's near you All right, PD, moving on to the other hockey events around the world, I guess, if you want. The Memorial Cup is going on right now. We caught up with Dylan Gunther last Thursday. If you missed that, it's on the PHNX Sports. YouTube channel, but go check it out um, right now. Quebec, Jeremy Langlois, the Coyotes third round pick in 2022 and Quebec. They are currently undefeated 2-0 um, in the Memorial Cup. Seattle is 1-1. One one. They dropped one last night. Uh, there's two more days of the round robin play and then... The first place team gets a shoe into the final. It's a semifinal between second and third. Peterborough has yet to win. Um, so looking good for Jeremy Langlois right now. Seattle needs to win um, to stick around in the, in that semifinal area. But we'll see. We could see uh, Dylan Gunther versus Langlois in a final, possibly. Um, but that's kind of what's going on in the Memorial Cup. Yeah, And,
1: and right you now. watch that one and you go, okay, well, Shane Doan owns the Kamloops Blazers. So Dylan Gunther plays for the Seattle Thunderbirds. The Ramparts look like they're in. They're just dominating right now, and it looks like Peterborough is out. So one of those two Coyote connected people will make their way to the Memorial cup finals. And you talk about, uh, you know, the draw of the world championship in Europe and how it does for TV ratings and national pride. It is, it is very similar. This, the Memorial cup and what it does to Canadian communities and the, the smaller communities too. You talk about the, the, some of the cities here, like you've been to, Camloops potentially? Have you been to Kamloops? I
3: have not, but I've been to places yeah. around British.
1: Columbia. And similar to that, but they're, they're smaller communities, and they and they just really embrace their their teams and their culture, and it's it's fantastic to watch this. What happens with the Memorial Cup and how well this is covered in Canada? Again, you, you talk about kids playing you know 16 to 20 years old and they're out um, national tv and it's a huge deal there and it was unfortunate the other night i was watching happening to be watching one of the games it was peterborough playing against kamloops and kamloops was ahead 10 to 1 and um there was just this horrific body check into the boards and the defenseman for kamloops was seriously injured and they had to get the medical crew out there the, the the board and the you know, the stretcher, and you just, you watch these kids play. And the point I'm trying to make is you watch these kids play. And as hard as you watch the National Hockey League players, you don't see the recklessness, I guess, of these kids, because they're still kids, and they're still, you know, kind of, I don't want to say like the awkward ducklings that they're just finding their way. And boy, some of the hits in that Memorial Cup are just vicious like this is this is this is big boys um for these kids it it was i I, you don't want anybody to get hurt so that was a that was a tough moment to watch and he he was fine after where he gave the thumbs up skating off the ice but if you get a chance to watch this hockey it is every bit as passionate and exciting and physical and fast and talented and skilled as watching players in the national hockey league so if you can find a way to watch the memorial cup final, nhl please network please, please.
3: it's on i believe well there
1: you go see yeah you're selling the program i wonder where you can get the nhl network probably on fubo. <laughs> not enough
3: not a not an ad read right now actually um, it does like, say
1: that by the way i'm just looking at the memorial cup it says stream usa fubo just saying Yeah, I swear to God, it's the only thing.
3: (laughs) Um, But again, really cool to see all those Coyotes ties. It's just I feel like the theme of today's episode is Coyotes ties in the World Championship and the Memorial Cup um, looking good. And there's still Coyotes ties in the Stanley Cup playoffs. PD Aiden Hill is the starting goalie on a team in the Stanley Cup final. Imagine telling us that like four years ago.
1: Wow. And and I tell you what, and he's earned it. Like you, you watch, I know you look at game six and he's a 23 save shutout. And to be honest, eh, like he, he was the, the, he had no work. This game felt just like game three. It was over before it started and, and Vegas was rolling and Dallas never got on track in this game. And so he didn't have to make the saves that he had to make in the prior game where he, they lose the game, but he made some of the best saves in that entire series or in the Western series. Like he was unbelievable. I tell you what he has elevated his game so far above what i had anticipated for him as a player. I always thought of him as a a two, maybe a 1B in a in a in a tandem trade. He's a one now. Like he's he's a one and he's at 6 foot 5. He covers the net, he moves so well and i tell you what, humble and he's 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 just ingratiated himself into that Vegas Golden Knight locker room. I'm excited to see what he can do in these playoffs. You go head to head against Bobrovsky right now who's one of those guys that's leading the the Con Smythe, you know, projections. Aiden Hill's been just as good I I don't know what his ceiling is And he's a free agent So where the hell is he going to end up By the way, don't say coyotes Because no (laughs) he did.
3: <laughs> although it would be very on brand for the Coyotes to bring yeah. in an outperforming goalie
1: <laughs> yeah exactly so he's he's been outstanding and he's been really fun to watch and and you know I talked I didn't get a chance to talk to him but I did talk to his goalie coach um, Sean Burke we saw him on walking and talking and and he just he he's enamored with this kid and he's, he likes to work and he he's ready to show up and improve and develop his game and so it's it's um exciting to see how high the ceiling is going to go for Aiden Hill and where he ends up playing a year from now. I'm sure that the Golden Knights would like to get him locked up and back. So we'll have to see as the summer progresses.
3: Yep. Um, we also have Phil Kessel poised possibly yeah. to get to win his third Stanley Cup, um, which would be not as abs-
1: excited as Aiden Hill, by the way.
3: <laughs> um, but I'm curious. You were obviously in Dallas yesterday in the freezing cold truck. Did you expect last night to go how it did? No. I mean, you and I both predicted Dallas. I wouldn't have been shocked by a Vegas win. I just thought it would have been way tight. closer than that. And it felt like after the first goal, it was done.
1: Yeah, this is a series that of the six games, three went to overtime. And, you know, game five was a two-goal Delandria. Got those two in the third to to push that to a two-goal lead. But these were tight, um, contested. And games they were all uh, very close and this one just didn't feel it and you thought coming back to Dallas Jamie Ben's coming in he's going to give them a boost you thought oh we're back on track we're at home we can push this to seven the the, the arena was full and loud and you go okay Dallas is going to take this momentum and they're going to carry it and Vegas was concerned and on their heels and going oh oh we had three0 and I was three two you really felt that Dallas is going to come out and and really take it to Vegas early and Uh, right off the opening draw it was vegas and they pushed them back and dallas never showed up and and it was it it was the worst game of the playoffs it was awful that third period was was tough to watch like dallas is they were out of it they'd given up and it was done so it, it was not what i expected and i still said you know my my prediction was dallas and carolina and here we go so I, I, but I'm not alone in those predictions. I don't want to see. no, like I think
3: I had that too in our, in our yeah. conference final show.
1: Vegas surprised me Vegas. And it's, it's how well Vegas defends. And it it, it was apparent last night. They kind of got off of that a little bit. And in the prior two games, but last night they were back at it. And you looked at the shot chart through, through the first two Dallas had two, 12 shots on goal through two, their fewest two-period put in the entire season. Um, yeah, that 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 struck a chord with me that this Vegas team can defend, and it's going to be an interesting task because Florida gets to the net extremely hard, and they've got some really offensively gifted, high-speed players, probably more so than what you saw with Dallas. Dallas is deep, and I like their talent, but Florida can get to that net really hard, and Kachuk's going to be a handful for these Vegas Golden Knight defense. I'm not ready to make a pick yet, and luckily I don't have to today.
3: Nope, you do not. And um, we will preview the Stanley Cup final later this week. But I do just think I like it was so that was such a deflating game. <laughs> it was crazy. And you know how we said, oh, like the I we both thought yesterday the mirroring would continue in the sense of the NBA and NHL. Um, conference finals have been going very similarly. Well, the, mirror, the mirroring didn't continue in the sense that Dallas forced a game seven, but it did in the fact that both games last night were pretty much blowouts. Yeah. And if you were on the green team, bad night to be green. Bad night Just game. saying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and here's again, and I. Uh, th- and it's funny because I would show you the text textifies there, but I'm not. I'm at home. I'm so I texted the travel guy of the Vegas Golden Knights. We've talked about him. Bronco has been a former travel guy of the Arizona Coyotes, and I got to have dinner with him a few times on this trip. And and during uh, the game gets over, and I texted him. I said, "Why couldn't you have done that four days ago? Like, what, yeah, on game four, I could have been home for the weekend." And you know what? His his response: two letters. You know what they could have been? HK. HK. I got the big, H. I got the big HK from the traffic HK. Like he didn't give a shit that I didn't get to go home and care less, but I'm going to the, I'm going to the Stanley cup finals. I don't care if you're going home. So I got the big HK from him. Yeah. I, I, I really thought um, that that Dallas was going to make this and push it to seven. And then who knows all bets are off. Oh, ironic. All bets are off when you go to Vegas.
3: <laughs> oh man well P, I think the i'm sure there was a lot you've been looking forward to coming home your dog your wife your son your house going to bed at eight o'clock instead of the game starting oh, at eight o'clock um but i would have to imagine four peaks beer was kind of in your your top five there of things it and like is this. i'm
1: going i swear this is true I am going as soon as the show is over because I, I literally just walked in the door. And so as soon as the show is over, I am going to Safeway and getting myself. I'm going to get the pack where you can get multiple yes. flavors because I I, I I can't just go kilt lifter straight. I'm going to go some wow because of the weather we're having right now. So I'm going to get the, the multi-pack today because after the show is over, I'm literally off the rest of the day. I'm so excited. So I am going to barbecue tonight and I'm going to sit with my Wow because you can get that. it a safe way because you can get it everywhere
3: yeah you literally can get it anywhere anywhere you buy a beer you can get it at target you can get it at walmart get it at the gas station like it's it's everywhere um everywhere. and it's also at the a street pub which you should check out as well because they have even more flavors on tap there and they have delicious food as well so make sure you check out at four peaks brew or at four peaks pub to keep up with the latest at arizona's hometown brewery got to be 21 or older to drink four peaks and please drink responsibly um some people l- enjoy beer some people enjoy weed and that is why we love oh why are you laughing sean <laughs> he's laughing you
0: said me. that like such a narc some people enjoy <laughs> <I know>. weed. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, weed. And she's got a oh. weed shirt on, by the way. And I do.
3: And that's what I was going to get into. I'm wearing our PHNX and, and OG's collab shirt. You can see right here. The vibes are immaculate. I literally love this shirt so much. It's available at the phnxlogger.com. Um, but we love our friends at OG's because they have something for everyone. They have delicious flavors. Um, and they have new mixed bags, the fruits and the creams. This is like my cup of tea because I love these flavors. Um, watermelon, red apple, peach. That's the fruits. The creams, blackberries and cream, orange cream cold peaches and cream and then on june 21st pink lemonade hitting the shelves so delicious flavors all sorts of combinations of things that you want um sleep gummies microdose gummies anything that you're looking for they have in delicious flavor so you can check out ogs online at OGsBrands.com and on instagram at ogs brands you can also find their products at your local dispensary but you got to be 21 or older to purchase all right last thing we got You've been in airports like every other day for the last week. Shit. Craig went from Phoenix to Philadelphia to Dublin to Paris yesterday
0: i am flying from here to philly to buffalo on friday night so we are, a,
3: we are a well-traveled crew um did in the get airport. There fine, by
1: the way before we continue did he make it on all his flights on time
3: he he you know? did and i text because he texted me wow. from philadelphia like about something else and i was like oh how was leg one and he was like i'm not commenting until we make it, it to our final to destination it. i was like wow. fair enough so he
0: even tweeted at the airlines, and I have to imagine the admins for those airlines <laughs> oh were probably so happy because it's probably the first time in their life they've got like a nice message from somebody wow. on Twitter. He was like, Thank you for actually doing your job.
3: Wow, unreal. Anyway, bottom line is this group um, flies a lot. So we've been around in and around airports, and now we're going to bring in it's almost like a Friday, Fun Day S segment that we're bringing to a Tuesday because we want to talk about airport do's and don'ts because there are just some things that you should not do at an airport and PD, I'm sure you've seen many of them this week. So I'm going to pass it to you. It, this is kind of like a clearing, we're going to get some things off our chest first.
1: first and this goes to everyone. It's and, and specifically to some men that I've seen in the last few days. This is not the appropriate place to wear flip flops. Put your toes sandals. away, PD. <laughs> Thank you. Put your you Tuck the away. words out of my mouth. Put your toes away. Put your toes away. I don't want to see your toes. You're gnarly toenails sitting next to me the i don't want to see that shit put some goddamn shoes on you know you're gonna have to walk a mile anyway so you get that flippity 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 can't stand it put some goddamn shoes on i don't care what kind of shoes just cover please cover your toes and if you don't and you get on the plane and then you take your shoes off they should kick you off the goddamn plane Period. You cannot go barefoot on a plane. I think
3: Please it's so gross some when someone goes through security and, you know, you have to take your shoes off and you're walking barefoot on barefoot.
0: The, the floor. Like what? they didn't know, but they didn't know they're going to have to take their shoes off. Yeah. Right. I
3: also, by the way, just on this subject, like I find it bizarre and this isn't like a do or don't because this is you do you, but I find it so bizarre when people wear shorts on a plane because I don't want my skin touching the airplane seat where like thousands of people have sat and that yeah, might be it, more of a, like a girl thing. I don't know how it is. No, well, I'm with you. But-
1: but it's a wardrobe thing. And I'm not going to get into the wardrobe because I've seen people get kicked off planes for the wardrobe. So I'm not going to get too hard into it. But again, not appropriate. The muscle shirts can stay home. Let the, It's not, it's not, we're not having a, yeah, we're, we're flying. So, the, but use sleeves and socks and shoes. That's it. It's not that hard of a dress code. I'm not that particular. So that's one, two. And this happened to me today. So I'm not sure where you two stand on this the armrest, because as we just aforementioned, my flight didn't get booked until five hours before I actually flew. turns out you don't get uh, a window seat in row one when you book five (laughs) hours before a flight. So of course, I have a middle seat for two and a half hours today. And the young man next to me on the left who was seated before me decided the armrest and two inches, the armrest plus two was his. So I... I literally had to lean over to the right in my seat just so I didn't have to touch this man that I don't know for the next two and a half hours. What is the rule on the armrest? Wait, wait. Because for me, you can touch the side of it. You can you can own the side. You don't own the top. You own the side. Unless you're on the window, then you own yours. And if you're on the aisle, you own yours. But if you're in the middle, that's just it's an against thing. And plus, give a little respect to the guy in the middle because he doesn't have either armrest. So do not hog the middle armrest, please
0: um my thought on this has always been if you're in the middle you get two armrests if you're on the outside or if you're on the outside you get an armrest and leg room if you're on the inside you get a i guess an armrest slash a wall slash a window that's fair too also also let's be human beings we can share an armrest one elbow goes back one elbow goes forward like yeah but his was all the
1: way across like he was there plus two and that that also hard don't hard don't don't i don't give a shit how tired you are or how worn out or how bad your back or neck is do not tilt the seat This is not they should take those that function out. You should not recline your seat. It's not there for you to take a goddamn nap because it's sitting in my lap and I can't put my iPad on my little tray because you feel you get the right to nap. Take it off a plane. They shouldn't be able to recline unless you're in a first class lay down cabin like bougie Craig on his way to Europe. Fine. Otherwise, do not. This is every do not. Till you see back. And if you do, and you have extremely long hair, do not throw it over the seat so that it's laying in my tray. And we don't get food anymore, so it can't lay in my food, but it can lay on my iPad. So please put your hair in a ponytail and keep it out of my area. Do not flap it over the seat.
0: Um, I just, I feel like seats on planes don't recline enough for it to even be worth it. But yeah, you go like you're here to here like so i
3: sometimes like... recline like an inch and i swear to god it's like it will not affect the person behind me but just that little bit is
0: like i don't think i have ever reclined I, mean, oh, my I thing have. Is, well but also i'm not far back I'm, am... I'm
3: respectful of other people's space like i'm i'm aware of my surroundings
0: yeah i'm not gonna pretend like i'm a huge dude but i am six too like i'm uncomfortable on planes basically no matter what no matter what so yeah. uh I'm probably going to be uncomfortable regardless, so I'm not going to recline my thing. By the way, I, at least one of our flights to Nashville, like the seats are already picked for us. Um, two of us have window seats. Two of us in the same aisle have aisle seats. Um, oh. I prefer the like aisle. I, by I have way. a window, so, and I think I am in Petey's aisle. I can't. I think it's me and so, Petey in one, and then I'm an aisle have, guy. Obviously, we can change GP. our seats. But. Because I've, I've
1: I've got that I've got that uncontrollable urge that if I need to get up I can yeah I don't that's don't exactly what I it, thought
0: and I do I not ever aisle. get up on flights no I, I haven't got i no, I'm a window for, person I'm a huge window person I'm pretty sure you have a window Good. seat so DP too. we're fine you can take the window I'll take the aisle of that uh, I, See, but, but I'm pretty sure you're in front of me so. Oh, I'm, better, I'm gonna I would be kicking kick the back of your seat. Funny, the flight's
1: five in the morning, HK. Like I'm gonna
0: kick the shit out of Leah's seat for five <laughs> hours if she reclines an inch.
1: Oh, and yeah, don't don't do that. Don't do that too. That's another one. And if you have you been both of you have been to the Las Vegas airport, which um, I was at several Yeah, I think I've only been there once actually. Well, I was, oh, saying, I was yeah. there several times on this trip. Here's to everyone that's going through Las Vegas. And this again applies to the men that use the men's restrooms. At, at, at mccarran international which is now reed international the urinals are there for a reason you should use them the floor is not the appropriate receptacle for your urine when you walk I'm sure in, there's a
3: lot of drunk people going through that oh
1: airport. my god i've like i've been to a lot of airports in my life and this like look you get that gag reflex when you walk in you going oh my god am i in at an outhouse at a minnesota fishing festival like what in the hell is this smell it was absolutely so please do not pee on the floor at harry Reid international airport in las vegas that's another hard don't do not pee on the floor and does I everybody have... everybody need starbucks does everybody need starbucks does everybody that flies in every
0: every well, city the problem is
3: do... they just there's not enough like options in the airport
0: um is, you ever oh, been to orlando's why? airport it's the no. worst it's the it is the worst man-made structure in the history of humanity
1: oh man i, 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 I like I, starbucks is it starbucks related or is it or what were you we talking urinals what are we talking about what's wrong with yo, the orlando airport about?
0: i have a hot take about kids on planes mm. oh god i think that unless the kid is like running up and down the aisles and kicking seats and shit don't complain about a child making noise on a plane the parent doesn't want to be in that situation. Like oh, yeah. I've been on so oh. many flights where, or not so many, but I've been on a handful of flights where like kids are losing their mind, crying on the whole flight. They're obviously in pain because their ears aren't popping, whatever. The parents are miserable, and then someone has the nerve to complain, and it's like, dog, the the, the parents don't want to be in this situation. The kid's unhappy. Like n- no one's trying to do this right now. Don't complain about them. That's not their fault.
3: Well, I will say one time on a flight, actually to Paris, ironically, just like Bougie Craig, um, I there was a mother and a son behind me and they were, I think they were French and the son had his iPad and he started watching like something without headphones and, and that nope. went on Kicked and the mom the like just let him do it. And that, I think you can yeah, complain. that I agree. Like, yeah, yeah if but, the
0: parent is being inconsiderate, yeah, then, 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 then you complain about the parent. But like if the kid, if, if like it's a, a one-year-old kid and she's crying and the parents are constantly walking up and down the aisles trying to like get it to calm down and it's not happening, then like, you could tell on the parents' faces. They are having one of the worst times of their life right now. <laughs> like, they're not trying to do this to you. Relax. People in airports in general need to relax. It's not, nothing's that serious.
3: Um,
0: oh, Honest you're muted. Security.
1: You're muted. Relax to a point. Relax to a point, but don't go slow. There's a yes. difference. Oh Relax my god! Relaxing and going slow. You're like you get behind so many people. Hey, buddy, we got a plane to catch. Like, don't look at every store window. Don't stop in the middle of the goddamn aisle of the walkway to check what's in your backpack.
0: Get the hell. Oh off. my god, PD! Oh, PD, you're get speaking. Of, I feel like off. I'm going to be she a lot aside. like what Petey is now when I am I older because I like complaining a lot too. Um, oh Petey, Jesus. You're a spe- especially as someone from the East Coast, people out here in general are slow. If I am sprinting to a terminal and you decide to stop in the middle of the walkway, like and that's a general rule about society. Yeah. If you're going to stop, move to the sides, leave the yeah. area in the middle for people that need to move Ew. or people that walk or stand on the walk side of oh, the moving sidewalk. Side yeah, walk. that's it. So what
3: I was going to say is people just lose brain cells when they step like the the airport doors open they lose brain cells. They see a line they get in it. Sometimes like oh. you know when you do get your bag like your bag tag or print a boarding pass at the little terminals like people see a lines for those they get in it. If you just walk 10 more feet there's like four terminals with nobody at them. Just use your mind. It's- like be think, think for one second. Be prepared when you get in the security line. I don't want you fumbling for your shoes and laptop when you're at your the airport. Get, get your ID yeah, out. Get your ID out. You know get, you're <laughs> gonna need it
0: multiple points. Just keep your ID out.
3: It's absolutely insane. And also I wanna read this one from Nicholas. Ban all egg salad sandwiches oh. from every airport. If you bring stinky food on an airplane, you are the worst kind of human being.
0: I am of the opinion. And I understand that sometimes you got to do what you got to do, but I'm of the opinion that any kind of cooked food in an airplane is an absolute cardinal sin. Like, eat snacks. You're only on it for a few hours. Eat before you get on. Eat when you get off. You don't need yes. a full damn meal. Like, unless yeah. unless you were dro- flying, like, five-hour leg, five-hour leg, you had 30 minutes in between your flights, you had to grab something real quick. Okay, understand. But outside of that, like, just eat before you get on a plane. That's what yeah, and, People just
1: don't, don't prepare enough. home. home. Don't like, bring it from home in a Tupperware or yes. a little, you know, the wax paper wrapped egg salad. I, we talked about that last year, the food on the plane thing. And 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 on the same vein as the smell thing, please, for God's sakes, you're going to be crammed in a steel tube for hours with other human beings. Shower in the last 24 hours. Bathe yourself in the last 24 hours. That's all I ask. I mean, you don't have to do it that morning. I get it. The flight's at five. Do it the night before. Do it the day before. For God's sakes, please, human beings treat other human beings with respect because they're literally touching you in those seats
0: uh, and this might be another hot take of mine do not talk to me i oh, am there to get from one point the place to the other Do i'm don't not i don't know you i am not trying to nephew. talk to you keep your mouth quiet unless you need yeah, me to get up out the way some for bathroom or something fine yeah. i'm not trying to have a conversation with you especially once the wheels start moving if the lights are off your mouth should be off too Oh, I feel like in general I have traveling figured out like <laughs> me and you we're going to get along just fine don't talk
3: we're, to us we're going to be moving listen, through the listen, airport on listen. the way to Nashville
0: crocs slash slides with crocs preferably in case you're in a situation where you need to run you can throw them in sports mode with socks <laughs> with socks because yeah. you can take them off real quick to get through and then again if you need to run across an airport which I've had to do in crocs sport mode um fanny packs so you're not digging through your pockets everything you need when you got to go through security just take the fanny pack off throw it in there um you go, You wear sweatpants, t-shirt, hoodie. You can. You yeah, can layers. Always sweatpants, and you got to be. The plane might be cold. The plane might be hot. You got to be prepared. Um, and yeah, don't stink. Like, <laughs> come on now.
3: Oh man. All right. Well, <laughs> we could do a whole show on just airport etiquette. Um, but it let Thanks us for the know, clearing,
1: Leah. I really appreciate yeah, it Yeah. Let, let us know in the that.
3: chat what are your airport do's and don'ts. Thank you to Nicholas for your comments um on that one. But yeah, well it should be interesting. Hopefully we don't have to do a podcast from a hotel floor in Minneapolis um this this year on the way to Nashville. No, but are,
0: isn't it straight? Oh, but it was an emergency no, it, stop for so you. Was my <laughs> we didn't think we were gonna be in. Oh was my God! At midnight, but. Uh, you will see a different Sean if we end up having to have an emergency landing because I feel like I'm relatively, when things are going poorly, calm and collected. But if I am thirty thousand feet in the air,
3: oh, you and Jacob—that's oh when, boy. Yeah. Jacob. Boy. Was, I thought was will be the it.
0: quietest. You will see me in my entire life.
3: But if you want to come with us to Nashville, uh, there's still some tickets available for our trip. So join us at the NHL Draft June 27th to 29th. You can buy your tickets right now. Go phnx.com slash events. Um, We're going on a pontoon boat. We're doing a winery tasting. We have meetups, live shows. We're going out. Come with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, You can buy your tickets to the draft. Whatever it is you want to do, I'm really excited um, to be in Nashville with all of you. And I'm excited to travel with you guys. I've traveled with Craig. I'm excited for you guys, for all of us to be on the same flight. And maybe some of our diehards will be on the flight, too. I don't know, Um, but if you can't make it to Nashville, we have plenty of other meetup opportunities this month, including the Knockout Nights Cornhole Tournament is back um, this Friday at BetMGM, the first Friday of every month, May through August. It's free to enter. There's food and beverage specials, sportsbook matches, giveaways, and we'll be going live all day beforehand, Um, so stop by BetMGM on this friday this friday we will be live and stay around for the knockout Nights cornhole tournament it is a ton of fun so become a diehard today you can check out phnxlocker.com to grab your membership and receive exclusive content discounts on all events and merch and access to our discord chats and for those 35 of you that are here right now you are in for a treat because i didn't even tease this nobody knows this is coming but manscaped is back yeah and pd we'll tell you all about it.
1: Well first let's say this is again I just got home. So when I got home after 2 weeks on the road and I looked at my backyard it looked like my private parts after a long Minnesota winter. So what is the first thing I did when I got home? Uh, I grabbed my mower, 2 story. I, I mean, this is already done. I mowed my lawn and trimmed my yard. And I used the right tool for the job, just like Manscaped. And you know what time of the year it is? It's playoffs. Are you talking about playoffs? That's right. The playoffs are here. <laughs> and with your friends at Manscaped are here too. And they're making sure that your balls are as kissable as the Stanley Cup. Whether you're an NBA or an NHL guy, you want to have your nuggets using the best clippers. Don't be dirty in your crease like Kachucky cheese. Keep your (laughs) neck clean like Brovrosky. If you want your nights to be golden, polish your armor. If your privates look like Brent Burns, it's time to shave off that playoff beard from between your legs. Turn to Manscaped. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and cordless body trimmer and go to the crop reviver for anti-chafing Manscaped. Has you covered? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. Pick a winner, hit the playoff push, and use Manscaped to shave that bush. And remember, manscape.com no nicks, no cuts. And no fuzzy nuts.
3: Wow, I missed I missed that phrasing from you, PD. Wow, it's just been too long. It has been too long. Boy, howdy. Um, yeah. Listen, it's summertime. Get out your lawnmowers.
1: Yep, it is summertime. (laughs) Kind of nothing worse here at the pool party, and old Brent Burns sneaking out the side.
3: All right. Oh boy. All right. Feedy, any other, uh, final no, notes? No, I'm just glad, I mean, I'm
1: thankful to be home back in the Valley and I know we're going to have to address more arena shit here before too long, but we're just, I'm so glad we didn't do it today Whew, because it was just nice to talk about hockey and other stuff. So I am grateful to be home and, um, I'm looking forward to being in the studio tomorrow.
3: Yes, I can't wait. Uh, Thank you all so much for tuning in here in the chat for your comments. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button on this video. If you're listening on audio, subscribe, like, leave us a review. I do go and read them on Apple. um, Or if you listen on Spotify, you can subscribe there as well. You can follow along at PD is now. I kept saying you follow along, PD at the playoffs, but now you're back. Um, but you right. can still follow PD at S Peter's Hockey. You can follow Craig and his European adventures at Craigus Morgan. Follow me at Leah Merrill. Follow Sean and his adventures to Buffalo later this week at Sean underscore pause. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel because we are here every day live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. So mark a reminder on your calendar block off lunch for your work schedule at 11 every day and join us. It's a lot of fun and we will continue to talk hockey. We'll talk coyotes. We'll talk arena. We have some guests in the next couple of weeks coming up. So really looking forward to it again. We appreciate everyone so much for being here, but until then enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, everybody, and we will see you tomorrow.